Good day and welcome to Sean and Elliot Read the Bible. It's the official podcast of the Holy Bible brought to you by the good people at Bible Corp, the most innocent company the world's ever known. This is Sean McLaughlin. Hi. And I'm Elliot J. Fallows. Hello. Do I talk now? Yep. 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 I think it's better when I do it. Okay. Now he's pointing at my book and telling me to get on with it. You got very cocky in the last couple of episodes. Very cocksure. Uh-huh. He's telling me listeners before, he went, this can't last longer than a minute. It never usually lasts longer than a minute. Yeah, well, I said it takes as long as it takes. And I think it doesn't matter. There's no time limit on we, it. We just discussed Bible how Corp, to make... Bible Corp don't care how long we make it. We just discussed how to make the intros more profesh. And it was going brilliantly. I think this is... You want to be professional. Till you came on your little horse and smashed into the train carriage. I did what on my horse? Derailing it entirely. I did what on my horse? You smashed it into the train, sir. That's not is, what you said. This is episode five, etc. That's your job now. You say this is episode five and whatnot. This is episode five and whatnot. Oh, piss on you, sir. Piss on you, sir. Why are you talking like that? Anyway, what do I do now? Talk about what we talk about. Sure. <laughs> are you in hell? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> well, uh, in this one... We're <laughs> talking about uh, you're my plague. The book of Exodus. Ex- Exodus. The second half of the book of Exodus. <sighs> Last episode, we covered a lot of ground. We met Egyptian pharaohs. We met up with a little guy called Moses, whose mothership placed him in a basket. He was then raised as the daughter or the son of a pharaoh. Turns out he was an alien. He freed the Israelites. And a little time traveler from the present day called Aaron joined him. A lot to keep up on. We would recommend you listen to that one first, if this is the first time you're listening. Or just take a risk. I don't know. Uh, And this one we're going to carry on with our crazy adventure with those two unlikely lads. Oh, baby, baby. Let's go. Yeah, do we have to go now? Can't we just... Uh, let's go. Music, music, music. Oh. So I had a little snafu. A snafu? Yeah, a little romantic snafu. What's been going on? Uh, I went on... Well, I'm a human being. We know that. We've discussed this before. It's weird that you would say that, though, isn't it? I am a human being from this time zone. If I was listening to a podcast Mm -hmm. and someone told me, or or someone on the thing says, as we all know, I am a human being from this time zone, my first thought would be, they must must be not a human being. It's just the gosh is honest truth, bro. Are you genuinely a human being? There's There's no shame if you're not. You've always asked me, like, what's my vibe? You always say, like, the vibe that you want to give across. Aladdin, Aladdin slash Frasier. No. Yeah. Books, book smart and street smart, that's me. What was the last book you read? The Bible. What was the last street you fucked? Oxford Street. The Clever Street. That's how it's Aladdin and Frasier. I think your vibe is two koala bears on each other's shoulders. Oh, <laughs> and they've got a little duffel coat on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Okay. So you admit you are. How about I'm that, but also the one on the bottom's got a little like Spider-Man t-shirt on. Do you do you not know what I'm accusing you of being here? Cute. All right, carry on your fucking bizarre sex story. You said I'm exotic and cute. What is your sex story? No, that's the whole point. It is not a sex story. 
I had a date. I had a date. A human date, yeah? I had a human date with another human. Yeah. Uh, so we, we, we went out for coffee. How did you meet? Let's start this. Come on. Let's, let, me, let me get... I need to understand okay, who this, okay, who this okay. person is on. It's, it's looking a, at. All right. So it's a person I met on Bumble. 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 Now, what is that one? It's, it's like Tinder, but more complicated somehow. Isn't it? I was on Bumble briefly. Isn't It's like the woman the, with, with, with me yeah. as a hetero. Sure. You're allowed to be. I, I will continue to be. It's boring, but you're allowed to That's be. That's what you people think, don't you? you? I fucking knew you people thought we were boring. Straight people are basic as fuck. I can't believe that. <laughs> And you're bi as well, but you're not bi, you're just saying that. Oh, I read an article, I'm pan now. Oh. <laughs> so, no, so Bumble is, uh, so you match like you do on Tinder. If two people like each other, yeah. that happens. And then the woman is the person who gets to make the first part of the conversation. Yeah. And they've got 24 hours. 24 hours of the match. That's yeah, what yeah. Bumble is. If two men match, I think the rule is the second person to match is the one who makes the conversation happen. Okay. Is... Something like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. Uh, anyway, so make this. Um, so, what's your bumble? What's your bumble profile? Let's go through your profile beat by beat. Are you getting it out? You don't have to get it out. I'll go check it. Let's have a look. All right. I think this is a nice profile. Okay, let me have a look. Oh no, you're gonna mock me. I'm not gonna mock you. Why would I mock you? Because it's like a really nice little fun thing. It's fucking gross. What is it? Can I, I actually it. read out your? Read it. Go bio. for it. Read it. <sighs> ah, fuck you, mate. That's why. That is a lame. You can gag. read the fir- you can read the first bit. Read the first bit, not the second bit. Let's grab a drink. Yeah, nice. Let's grab a drink. That's cool. And talk about our mother's maiden names and the last three digits on the back of our debit cards. Right, that's fine. <sighs> Fun right. little thing to start with. Your job you've put as <laughs> writer yeah. slash other stuff yeah. at Freelance. True, that's what I do part-time. What, other stuff? Well, and the right, like those two things... Are the more interesting bit of my life. I'm not going to go like, oh, work in an office. You didn't put, I'm as smart as phrase when I fuck as many streets as Aladdin. That's what I'd have put. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I should probably change it. Um, that's a very sweet little profile. Yeah, because I'm cute, mate. Two koalas in a coat. Um, anyway, I'm on a date. It wins me a date. Who wins you a date? The Me does on the profile. Okay. Uh, I don't know. What's a, what's a person's name? Let's what say, do you mean? What are you talking about? Well, because we should give the guy a, a fake name, right? Nah, give him his real name. No, give him his real name. Why can't you give him his real name? Because I don't want to give him his real Why? name. Why? Are you worried he's going to listen to this? <laughs> if the date went as badly as it seems it's going to. He's not going to listen to this. There was basically okay. All right, his name. It doesn't matter. No, go on. But there's a point. Name him. <laughs> Stop being a coward and name him. We've get a lot. Of, we've actually got a lot of correspondence from Bible Corp. They said we love the show. We think Elliot's a coward. Okay, fine. His name was. His name it was, was what? His name it? was Luca, oh. Lucas. It was Lucas. Oh my right. god! Leave me alone. Okay. Was it? Is that his surname? Uh, no, it's his first name. Right. So having a drink of beer. Beer. After work, and it was all going very well. It was yeah, all very fun. You've each got nice. a beer. You're sharing fine. the same glass. Then we talked about books. Which and what book? books we're reading? And what did you say? And I said, "Oh, I'm reading this one. It's called A Little Life." And I opened my bag to show him. I pulled out the book, and his eyes didn't go up to the book I pulled out, which was A Little Life. They instead remained in the bag and went, "Is that the Bible?" <laughs> <laughs> and I had to go, "Ah, shit!" And after that conversation went a bit weird. And then we discussed it, and he is one of those people who really hates all religion and people who are religious of any kind. Oh. Which did 
put me off him a little bit. Yeah. Because suddenly I'm like, oh, you're not very tolerant of other people. No. But That's very funny. But the date immediately dried up because of this fucking loneliness magnet that is the Bible that I carry around in my bag. That's really... Fu- I mean, that's the funniest thing. The funniest thing you could have done then... If he said that's He's the Bible. He just pulled it out and been like, yeah, just, what of it? Just, and just got right up in his grill and just go, I've got a podcast about it. <laughs> I know. I, I do a I podcast, did. bro. I did I did say, oh, it's for a comedy thing. Oh. But then I didn't want to say what it is because it sounds, because then he'd be like, what is it? I'd be like, I've got a podcast for a read the Bible. <laughs> that's so, that's the least sexy thing I could possibly have said. Well, I imagine in the non-hetero community, the Bible is a tough sell. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I guess it probably is. Probably is. Even though we, we are currently reading a story about two gay lovers. Well. Moses and Aaron kissed in the woods, right? They kissed in the last one, with tongues. Yeah. That's what we established. Yeah. And it was great. Oh, Elliot, I'm very sorry to hear that. Yeah, it's it's good to know that you're still putting yourself out there, despite rejection after rejection. And it can't be easy for an old widower like yourself. Yeah, maybe I won't bother you. You know, yeah. 75 years of age, trawling around town. Giving it my best. Giving it your best. Yep. Hey, old man, is that a Bible in your bag? Certainly is, kids. What, you got, you're not going to hop on hop on the old granddad just because he's reading the old good book? Nope. No, you're not. Nobody is. Oh, pathetic. Man, woman, and other, nothing, nothing at all. You trying to get sympathy from the listeners? I don't need sympathy from the listeners. I just need friendship and good reviews. Three-star review would really... Thank you for those great five-star reviews. Pop his... Bubble. You've written some lovely things about us on iTunes, and I appreciate it. Don't, don't it's icky if you mention it on. The show. I appreciate it's it. I- icky, icky, it's icky. Thank you. So we're kicking it off, as the Bible does, with a little bit of a recap of what happened before. Yeah. That's the, the strangest thing about the book of Exodus is uh, normally we do a previously on, if we're doing like a multi-episode thing about one book. But the this does it for us. This provides it. There's a big split in the middle of Exodus between the two main stories. It's a split as the wide as the split in the Red Sea. Oh, that's clever. Or the split in my butt crack when I'm seeing how the morning air flows. That's even more clever. <laughs> it's chapter 15 of Exodus is called The Song of the Sea. Is it? And it's just a recap of the last bit of the Moses story. So the stuff about him getting all the Israelites out of Egypt just becomes a song. And then the rest of the story continues after mm. that. That's very weird. Uh, mine, it says, uh, it's called The Song of Moses and Miriam. Who? Yeah, exactly. Who I don't know what's Miriam? going on. <laughs> I have no idea. Anyway, so we're back. Last time, Moses had led the Israelites away from Egypt, and now yeah, here we're we going. He's there. He's led them to a desert. He's on the other side of the sea. Behind him is just loads of drowned Egyptians, and nobody gives a tiny rat shit. <laughs> no one. Why all of they? them are dead. Yeah. They're all dead, and their horses too. Uh, we uh, start off... In the desert, Moses and Aaron. Hey, guys, it's me, Aaron, from the future. Me, Aaron, from the future. Come on, Moses, let's make out. Let's see how it feels. It's not gay. Yum, 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 yum. That's what they're doing. They're leading the Israelites through the desert. Mm-hmm. They've made it to the desert of Shur. They then reach Mora, and they're not allowed to drink the water. That's their first issue. They can't drink the water because it's too bitter. And then 
I mean, this is this is when things are starting to get a bit weird already. The people grumble against Moses, and they go, "What are we to drink?" They grumble. They grumble already. They're not legitimately like making complaints. Just They're grumbling. just passive aggressive. And if if that were enough, in mine is a more Elliot version, which is that they murmur. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. <laughs> oh, what have you done, Moses? That's kind of what they're doing. They're just sniping. So Moses says to the Lord, God, mm-hmm. these fucking Israelites, they, they, can't, they can't drink this bit of water. And the wa- they can't drink this bit of water. Which bit? It, this bit. This bit of water. This bit, this of, bit of water here. This bit of water is bitter. This bit of bit of water is here. I'm sure this conversation happened between Moses and Gord. It's it was like classic fast. It's classic yeah. fast. This bitter is bitter. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the key thing is the Lord does what any reasonable god would do and throws a bottle, a bunch of wood into the water and it becomes sweet. I mean, that cannot be wood. <laughs> no, like what? It can't be wood. That God has been storing all his poops. Plop. Yeah, <laughs> all his little poops in heaven, and he goes, "I really need to get rid of this." What? <laughs> and he eats so much sugary stuff. That he's like, "I need to get rid of these little brown syrupy things." That I invented. Yeah. And uh, here we go. Finally, Do you know what? that would be a pretty lucrative plan if you could eat enough sugar that you pooped out squash. That'd be nice. Sell that on the side of the road. <laughs> I would. I will. <laughs> I I'll, let you know, I'll let you know how it goes. Would and I will. <laughs> so, um, they then reach the... They head to Elim. Mm-hmm. They reach the desert of... Some word. Some word with an apostrophe in it. It's basically the same thing happens, mm-hmm. but it's not water. Oh. It's food. Food. There's you're no gonna, food. You're not going to throw down a block of wood and just eat that. They're not aardvarks. No. Is that what aardvarks do? I don't know. Something eats woods. Woods. Beavers. Beavers is what I meant. <laughs> Absolute sexist. Beavers. So this so, whole thing happens again. So there's no more food. Is that right? There's no food, yes. Well, yeah, they were in the uh, desert. They packed food. We just learned about all this bread without the yeast in it that they brought. They're just they're, they're greedy guts. They are. They're like me and you when we leave the supermarket. Uh, hey, here's the thing I thought of the other day. You know when you leave the supermarket... I mean, obviously, you've had your adventures leaving the supermarket. Yeah. With, uh, I mean, I when I go to the supermarket, I do it to buy shopping. You do it to escape needy people. I, one time, I tried okay. to escape that ah. homeless woman. Ah. She might not have been homeless. Ah. I think she's running a long con. They should call her Long Con Silver or Long Con Fooey. Kim Con. King Con. King Con. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, did that, that one not work? Oh, bye. <laughs> <Lift> <laughs> Oh, I wish I could throw some wood into my mouth because there's a bitter taste in there. <laughs> wish, I, wish, I, wish I had a, a bit of drop of water of quality content. Elliot, you're a form, mate. <laughs> Elliot, you're a form. Put the mic down. <laughs> for the love of God, for two minutes. Oh, crap. Let's go back to the Bible, guys. <laughs> okay. All right. So they need to... You know when you're eating shopping? I'm talking to the water. supermarket. Yeah. Supermarket. Yeah. Do you they need some water? Uh, uh, <laughs> supermarket. supermarket. Super, I know the supermarket. You buy your shopping. Yeah. You leave a packet of biscuits at the top. You open the biscuits as you're walking home, right? Uh, no, I can't eat in front of people. What? But I know what you mean. You just take two full roast dinners in front of me. <laughs> I can eat in front of you. That's like a sexual thing. But like, if I see, wait, sorry, what? do you mean like when a mother gives a baby grape to around the thing? And sometimes people eat Mars bars and stuff, and then they get to the till and they just give them the wrapper. 
Is that what they do? Yeah, and I think that is the worst, weirdest behavior ever. Who does that? People I don't want to associate with, thank you. you. Like, friends of yours do this? No, gosh, no. Have you seen this happen? Yeah. Who? And it when? used to happen to me when I worked in a co-op. My word. Yeah. Elliot in the co-op. Happen. Yeah. There's the podcast we should have done. Elliot in the co-op, every week, telling you about our special deals. Co-op, if you want to do an official podcast, get in line. Get in line. <laughs> You're like third in line. Yeah. We've got the Bible and we've got sun-made raisins. <laughs> sun-made. Oh, M-A-I-D. Uh, okay. So. Wait, what? I thought you meant like sun-made raisins. Isn't that the name of the brand? Yeah, but the woman's the maid, isn't she? She's the sun-made. Uh, and I never understood that until now. Okay, so. Oh, and the, they're also and the made sun in makes the sun, them, right? Fucking hell, it's like Inception with you. This is confusing, We're always figuring it? shit out. <laughs> this is, this By the way, listeners, you should know, this is a bit blue, but before the episode, we figured <laughs> yeah. out that women's vaginas are called beavers. No, wait, wait. Sorry, this is so disgusting. I'm so sorry. But the, the term beavers... <laughs> we, we no, look, early on, we discovered that women's vaginas are called beavers. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but it's because we think, in theory, the idea might be because beavers eat wood... Uh, which is uh, Sean? What is the big, hard, throbbing erection nah, yeah. of a full-blown boy? Be politer boy. about it. Be what? Be politer about it. Okay. Wood the sweating, mean... juicy knob hmm? that twixt legs of a man. Yes, that's fine. And the theory is like the beavers eating the wood is like normal, uh, not normal, just heteronormal sex. Whoa. I'm so sweaty. Normal. I'm so sweaty. Elliot. Why don't the Israelites suckle on the sweat of my forehead? That'll quench their thirst. Nothing bitter about that. Yeah, well. <laughs> anyway, so you don't, you, don't eat, you don't like eat stuff on the walk back? No. Why can't you eat in public? I don't know. I think I eat wrong. <laughs> I think I eat wrong. Everyone eats wrong. I only... The only I, I would eat on a third date... But I have not yet got there. <laughs> so you would never go out for food on a first or second date? No. Is this why you're so bad at first and second date? No, we go for drinks. And then I show them all my books. <laughs> so, I need to get over that emotionally. What, um, eating? No, just like... I can get... Eat, eat, people can be conscious about their eating. Everybody knows that. Like if you like if you will walk past a fish and chip shop and you bought a bag of chips, you wouldn't... And they said open or wrapped. I have to carry it in a bag and take it home, yeah. Fascinating, Elliot. But I've seen you eat loads of times. You haven't. You've seen me with food in front of me, and then you've turned away, you've eaten, and you've turned you've eaten back. loads today here. When you were reading, like, I do it when you're not how looking do you at do, me. How do you do it? What's up with you? She's got a sloppy little mouth. Oh. Yeah, sorry, you guys. You were saying before how dry it was as well. What, the, what sort of ecosystem are you running in there? It's a nightmare. It's constantly in flux. Uh, anyway. Anyway. We got some thirsty Israelites who need our attention here. We got hungry Israelites. They're murmuring as f. They're hungry now. They're not thirsty. Oh yeah, they're not thirsty. They've had their squash. Yeah. They've had their poop squash. And if you think that was disgusting, you wait till God sorts out their hunger issues. Absolutely. Right. Yep. This is what happens. Moses says to the Lord, "Lord, the Lord our God." <sighs> Stop with this now. Yeah. What? Hmm? My people are hungry. They're murmuring. What am I to feed them? Some of them will have me stoned. Is that them in the, the background? Memory. It's the memory. It's a bit of a... No, keep, 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 I'm just interested to know where this goes. 
Well, that's actually what they do say. I haven't pointed that out yet. They do, a lot of them start saying, why did we even leave Egypt? There, <laughs> yeah. we would sit around pots of meat. Yeah, they were kind of all right in Egypt. I think, well, I think they just had day jobs they didn't enjoy, i.e. slavery. But yeah, well, it's, <laughs> right? it's not an ideal day job. <laughs> Guys, if you learn one thing from this podcast is that slavery is a nasty day job. If you've got a slave, maybe just ask them how they're doing. Or her. Yeah. God then says to Moses, mm-hmm. I'll sort this. Okay. All, right? All right? I'm going to test the Israelites, see if they can follow my instructions. And then, because what they've done so far isn't enough. Well, yeah, basically they haven't been. Th- I know I've said they're the chosen people, <laughs> but frankly, they're still fucking me off. <laughs> and I want to test them some more. Yeah. So Gord then basically sets this whole thing of what is it? Basically, yeah. Here we go. Moses and Aaron said to all the Israelites, "In the evening, you will know that it was the Lord who brought you out of Egypt, and in the morning, you will see the glory of the Lord." And he keeps saying he's gonna he's gonna send down uh, uh, meat in the evening. Mm-hmm. And bread in the morning. Yeah. That's the idea. That's bread the- will just appear. He'll just make it rain bread. He'll make it rain. And it's was- literally, that is not even like yeah, yeah. Sean being poet- poetical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the book. And what, a says, po- what a poem that was. He says he brought, he brings a rain of bread. Brings that a rain of bread. Bread literally just falls in the sky. Well, yes, that's what you'd think. But actually, it says, that evening, quail came. Who? Quail came. And covered the camp. Ugh. And in the morning, there was a layer of dew around the camp. Ugh. Why? Why would you make a quail come everywhere? <laughs> yeah. And why is that helpful? The dew's the thing that's going through me How much ejaculate well. is there in the average quail? <sighs> okay. When the dew was gone, yep. thin flakes like frost on the ground appeared on the desert oh, floor. Oh, it's crusty now. When the Israelites saw it, they said to each other, what is it? <laughs> of course they did. Of course they did. They've gone insane with hunger. <laughs> For they did not know what it was. Ugh. Moses said to them, it is the bread the Lord has given you to eat. Of course he said that. Uh, of course. And we're like, oh, this bread, is it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks it like, like crusty uh, semen. Oh, really? Very white, salty bread? <laughs> Warburton's, is it? <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, the Israelites did as they were told. Why. I suddenly hate the word wheat germ. You know, wheat germ bread. You suddenly hate that. I think I hated the word before, and now I'm connecting it to this because I think it's yeah. gross. What is wheat germ bread? I don't know. I just think it's this. But I've never even heard. Is I it... think people who eat wheat germ bread might be weird. What bread do you eat? Uh, it's cum bread. Cum bread. Cum bread. Semen bread. <laughs> a little bit of sliced. Come, come, bread. <laughs> so, listeners, it won't be all like this. Can you? Enough of it will probably be there. <laughs> Do you imagine if cum bread became a thing in like you know, like artsy fartsy like cafes? They always want everything. Oh, it's got to be natural. Oh, like sourdough. Everything, yeah, like oh, sourdough. It's like actually everything's like organic. It's like oh, bread is actually just the frothy <laughs> semen. <laughs> Of our staff. I'd be very like surprised if Shoreditch didn't already have something. Yeah, like that. you turn yeah. up in the cafe and you go, they go, what do you want? They go, I'll just have um I'll have avocado on toast. Go, okay, um do you want white bread, brown bread or cum? Do, do you want what, sorry? Sorry, what was that? White bread, brown bread or cum? Uh, I actually don't see colour because I'm one of those kind of people who say something like that. So I guess I'll just have cum. 
Let's. <laughs> <laughs> this is sick. It is sick. It is good. Give us a review there. But carry on. Give us a review. And if you not think this... of this bit, no, review this bit. Go on iTunes. <laughs> what I want this, I never, I never ask reviews. Right? I think it's, I think it's icky. I think people should review. I am now asking you, listeners, go on, give it five. But every single review should only be a reference. Go. I love the bit with the cumbread about cumbread. Uh, we're gonna have to get t-shirts to say cumbread. <laughs> I on love it. the bits with the cumbread, and then. Eventually, it will be on the new and noteworthy section on iTunes. Eventually, it will go big. It will go mega. And everyone will click on it and they'll go, oh, let's check out the reviews. And everything will be, I love the bit with the cum bread and will confuse a lot of people. Lovely. And then they'll have to listen at least to episode five. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they've got... And this- maybe actually there's people who've already read this three months. Maybe people have done that. Welcome. Mu- welcome. You've made it this far. You've found out what they were talking about when they make cum bread. If anything... If you are here because you want to know about Cumbread, you're kind of a better listener than everyone else. You're, like, interesting. Yeah, yeah. You're the kind of people who will search for something about Cumbread. If I read a review and it's all about, oh, I want to like the Cumbread, I don't want that. And what a shocking indictment of the Bible as a book. Yeah. That it wasn't the Bible, the biggest selling book of all time that got you interested. It was the mystery of Cumbread. <laughs> you go, oh, Bible, I want to read a podcast about the Bible. <laughs> cumbread, you say? People are really picking up on that this is a toilet humour podcast as <laughs> well. No, it's not a toilet humour. I'm Aladdin slash Frasier. Okay. Oh, by the way, Elliot's never been to Greg's. That's another thing we found out. Tossed salad. <laughs> Scrambled eggs. Don't sell that in Greg's. No, they don't. All right. You have a steak bake after this. No, I mean, no. I'm, I'm a vegetarian, but you can eat one. I don't dare look at what's inside that. Really? Hmm. Yeah, but you eat shit. That's a different... That's a different... That's for a different <laughs> book. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's your personal life yeah yeah yeah, yeah, right. yeah. please do not do not poke into my personal life on the podcast anyway they, they get thirsty again they're These like fucking Israelites are like now we're thirsty again because we're all freaking four and then we just had this salty bread yeah I've just had a <laughs> we've had to drink poo water and eat salty bread and please can we have water <laughs> please can we have normal water and God's like you can have normal water, but it'll make you look like a tit if you want to drink it. Yeah, and Moses basically gets given the staff. You know his famous staff that he turned into? Uh, a snake. A snake. Aaron did that. Oh, let's, Aaron did it. Let us not credit Moses where it is due otherwise. Moses, this alien who is so extraterrestrial, <laughs> he views ejaculate to be bread. Yeah. Takes his staff and is told that if he cracks a rock, water will come out. So he does it. Crack, water, done. The first normal meal these Israelites have eaten since they've entered the desert. And then the Israelites go and they just suckle on the rock and get all the water from it. Oh. And that's God saying, <laughs> "That's God saying, I'll give you what you want, but you're, you are mine. I you mean, are wrapped around my finger. Do you think this is the first time anyone's listening to this podcast? Because they're going in deep end with this. You're starting off it's... with shit water, <laughs> and then going into cum bread, and then finally you're suckling on the mossy suckling on rock. The wet rock. Yep. Oh. Hey, it's not us, mate. This is, people base their lives on this. No, um, we're not no judging judgment. that. No judgment. We're not judging that. No judgment. We're judging the book. No. This is what it says. So, th- yeah, at this point, like, there's a battle. There's now a battle scene. The person who wrote this book is like a Hollywood hack. Who did write this book? Well, apparently, people thought Moses wrote it. Oh, really? The early, I mean, obviously, all throughout history, the belief was that Moses wrote this book in Jewish and Christian tradition. Huh. But now, I mean, even 
only the most hardened of those faiths would accept that Moses himself wrote it. It was probably written by someone else. Okay, good. Because all the sentences begin with and as well, so it's not very, it's not very well written. Well, mine is mine is written mine is written in more modern style, as we've discussed. Yeah, baby's um, version. What's that? Ladybird's fucking first Bible over there. Ladybird's first Bible. Yeah. The Amalekites defeated. Hey, listener, you remember the Amalekites? You must remember them. They've been around for ages. Oh, no, wait a minute. They haven't been referenced at all. Who the fuck are they? Anyway, it says here, the Amalekites came and attacked the Israelites. Ugh. So they did both. What a day they've had. Guys, you got to get on board. <laughs> what? what a day they've had. So they uh, attacked the Israelites at Rephidim. Moses said to Joshua, choose some of our men and go out to fight the Amalekites. Oh, by the way, Joshua's a guy. Joshua is just a guy. Where's, where's Joshua in the rest of it? He's no, he's no. Well, there's a different Joshua in later. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> You're not happy about that. I haven't got time for Joshua. No. It's, you know what it is. Do you I think... know someone who hurt you called Joshua because you seem to not like this guy? No, it's it's definitely not Lucas's real name, but also <laughs> it's because it's because it's not. It's because I think I love this little relationship between time traveler Aaron from 1985 and alien boy Moses, and they've got a little bromance going on. And I don't like this third guy. He's messing up the chemistry. Well, the third guy doesn't mess up the chemistry. He better not. There is someone who does mess up the chemistry, Elliot. I don't trust him. Choose some of our men and go out to fight the Amalekites. Be, they must have a sturdy disposition, for the Amalekites are slippery, for they are covered in spunk. This army has been coming all morrow. Uh, God, it's asking for it, isn't it? It's really asking to just be made fun of, but we're not going to. Tomorrow I will stand on top of the hill with the staff of God in my hands. Now this bit... This bit's insane and dumb. I think this is the silliest bit that we've read. And I wonder if there'll be a... The Bible is a fantastical book, but it is a fantastic book. Very proud of that sentence. Okay. No? You can have it. How would you phrase it? The Bible is a fantastical book, but it's also a fantasy book. Fantasy novel. Is it? Uh, so it, they are watching the battle. Anyway. The main thing is, this this seems really ridiculous, even by the standards of the Bible. Com- what we're about to see, because the tone of it is bizarre. Very strange. This, If you're imagining this still as the Aaron buddy comedy Judd Apatow movie, this is the scene that's going to be in the trailer, because it just looks dumb. There's yeah, a very yeah, yeah, physical, yeah. weird joke happening. Here, here we go. Joshua fought the Amalekites, as Moses had ordered. And Moses, Aaron, and her went up to the top of the hill. Who? Her. Who? Her. Who? Her. Oh. H-U-R. Her. Oh, H-I-M. Her. Him. Yeah. But in both versions, it's H-U-M-A-N. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? it brings oh, by together. the way, I was in Canada when uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau uh, was talked. Someone made a question to him about mankind, and he interrupted them and went, uh, actually, we call it uh, people kind. <laughs> Oh, I wish I was dead. Yep. <laughs> oh, I used to really respect him until that. I used to think he was the cool one. Moses, Aaron, and Hur went to the top of the hill. As long as Moses held up his hands, the Israelites were winning the battle. This is it. But whenever he lowered his hands, the Amalekites were winning. Weird. What is that? He puts up his hands in a Nazi salute. Yeah, double Nazi salute. They are winning the battle. Yeah, the Israelites then start winning. But whenever he lowers his hands, the Amalekites were winning. Yeah. This is, by the way, this is, I am reading this verbatim. The Nazi stuff isn't in there, the, the, but everything the, else is verbatim. <laughs> whenever he lifts his hand, he's winning. Whenever, it's like, 
uh, it was uh, it's a Mexican wave of death. <laughs> it's going like whoa, whoa. And then this is this is when it, this like, is the weird funny bit because then it, in the scene as well, you're imagining it's like cameras behind the three of them. They're watching this battle happen. It's like one team running against the other. <laughs> then he raises his arm, and then the other team runs against, and then it goes backwards and forwards. As he goes like, uh, 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 uh. when Moses' hands grew tired, as they would, because he had this the weirdest magic power in the world. They took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. Just got lazy, but like, <laughs> just got but tired. how is that going to help his arms? How's <laughs> that? Oh, my arms are tired. All right, we'll get you a seat. I it, don't think you understand what I said. If your arms are tentacles, your arms are legs. Do you not know aliens? Of course. I keep forgetting. His arms are legs. Okay? Very yeah. hard. Very hard for this poor alien to maintain his yeah. arms up there. His poor... He's in, does he even have vertebrae in there? Who knows? Well, in my planet, <laughs> we do not have gravity to fight. <laughs> Where's that in this book? Yeah, why did it ever You've talk... established he's an alien. Why did it ever talk about Glib Glax 4? Yeah, <laughs> Glib Glax from... 4. <laughs> uh... Okay. <laughs> Moses from so... Glib Glax 4 is solving this battle. And then who wins? Well, let's find out. <laughs> uh, Aaron and her held his hands up. Yeah, so he gets so lazy. Side. He has to take a seat. What are the... Aaron takes an arm, her takes an arm, and just holds them both up. Who? Her. Her who? H-I-M. Oh, her. And then uh, it raises, raises both the arms so that the Israelites can win. But mine is written very strangely. Joshua it's... overcame... In my opinion, there's no such thing as overcoming. Uh-huh. The Amalekite army with the sword. So, the... so then the Israelites won. The Israelites won. Congratulations, Moses. Your arms were kept up. I, I mean... Does that not count as cheating? What, that they use magic? Well, or that even with the confines of the magic that they were using, they still had to have his arms raised artificially by other people. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, that, to me, that's Moses kind of going, I'm sick of this book. I don't want to be in this book anymore. Why Let are you them making die. me play Sabutio? Let them die. Yeah. <laughs> Let me die and return to Glib Glack's fourth version Glib of Glax heaven. Glib four. I will miss Space Christmas. Space Whatmas? Christmas. We celebrate. We've got this guy we know called Chris. Oh, yeah. Every year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Then the Lord said to Moses, write this on a scroll and something to be remembered and make sure that Joshua hears it. And Moses is probably thinking, give me a second. My arms Why? are fucked. Why is Joshua have to? He was there. Well, I don't know. Joshua has to hear it. Because I will completely blot out the memory of Amalek from under heaven. Why are you telling us this? Is that why we, we've we never heard of this before? Because yeah. I, when I read this, I was like, who the fuck? Because the Amalek, Amalek, the Amalek, Amalekites, the Amalekites, I said it right, idiot. Yeah, you're the idiot, listener. You don't idiot you, listener. Don't you laugh at it's, us in your car? It's pronounced amakalamakalamakalamakalamakalites, actually, idiot. God, I hate you, listener. Just because it was introduced to us as saying, and then the Amakalites fought them. Like, yeah. they, they just came in from nowhere. It's because God's made me already forget who they are. Yeah. Yeah, and they were never mentioned again. I will never once ever again say the word amakalamakalamakalamakalites. Moses built an altar and called it, The Lord is my manor. He said, for hands were lifted up to the throne of the Lord. The Lord will be at war against the alfalfa bites from generation to generation. Part of that was right. 
So, the uh, antibodies have been defeated. What? The Alpha Alcabalites. I, I already don't remember who they are. But we now get, for probably the first time in this book, yeah. a return from a previous character. A, return, a returning guest star that everybody already loves. Yeah. He walks in. The crowd go, woo! They have to have a bit of a moment. You have to kind of wave at them a little bit. Is that what they do on sitcoms? On the cheesier ones, sometimes the guest star will be like, yes, I know. Mm. <laughs> I know. I'm Tim Allen. It's me, Tim. <laughs> uh, etc. Well, this is not Tim Allen, but it is another very wonderful comedian. Jethro. Jethro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jethro, everyone's favorite Jethro, character. The Cornish comedian yep. with his humorous tales of Cornish life going around Truro. Brackets, second line of his autobiography, also the father-in-law of Moses. Oh, yeah, he's also the father-in-law of Moses. Do you remember Moses. you met him before? He's in the last episode. He's most famous to modern listeners because he's a West Country comedian, but he's also the father-in-law of Moses. Yeah, yeah. Aaron, Aaron immediately recognizes him. Yes. Aaron goes... Oh my god, it's Jethro. It's Jethro. My dad has all your VHSs. The most modern technology we have. Ah, people love it. Jethro came to him in the desert where he was camped. This is Moses. Sorry, are you not going to do the little cum joke there? Uh, It says where he was camped near the mountain of Gord. Jethro had sent word to Moses. So it's cool. Like, we haven't had it. Usually it's just been characters die, then there's 400 years go by, and then there's other characters. But now, here's a character coming back. He remembers Moses. We remember him. Nice. He says, I, your father-in-law, am coming. Uh, uh, to you? Yeah. With your <laughs> wife and her two sons. Oops. It's weird that he do that in front of his family, but fair enough. Uh. And then Moses, who must be a terrible father. Yeah, because up to this point, the last thing I think we've seen of Moses' kid is when he was covered in blood, just been circumcised, right? Yeah. And then that's just the image. With, then it's just like, okay, I'm going to go hang out with my boyfriend Aaron for a bit. Yeah, and they yeah, go yeah, kiss yeah. in the woods, abandon the family <laughs> yeah. entirely. It's a bit Brokeback Mountain, really, isn't it? He's it got is. like a secret love. Yeah. He can't be truly himself with his family because truly he's in love with a time traveller from another planet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who's just there for the ride. He's not really... <laughs> always the one. He's not really there emotionally. No. But the very conservative father-in-law goes like, you got a wife and sons. You got a wife and sons. Yeah. God, he- this pasty's nice. <laughs> Jethro would be the one to lead the kind of like lynching mod against against Moses in the future. But let's let's find that in the future. Okay. Let's, not, let's not speculate on who Jethro is. The key thing is okay. All right, all right. I don't know Jethro's political opinions on stuff. I think that's a big. It's a big call to make though to your wife. I mean, the wife must be suspicious that Moses is having some sort of dalliance. Yeah. I mean, if I said to my girlfriend, "Honey, I need to go free people," and then she was like, "Okay," and I was like, "I need to free them." I need to free him. And she's like, fine, okay. Fine. Send that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Everybody's got a job. I freed them. Yeah. And then I give her a call and go, gotta lead us through the desert now, actually. She's like, well, what desert, sorry? She's like, uh, oh, she's going through a desert tunnel. We're, fight, we're fighting the <laughs> we're fighting the Amalekites. Who? Exactly. <laughs> I'm too tired to hold up the phone now. Okay, bye. <laughs> and then he just puts it down. And then he turns... In bed, and Aaron's in the other side of the bed. She must be suspicious, because Moses would have been like, no, there's nothing weird going on, I'm with her. Who? Her. Her. She's just a friend from Glib Glacks 4. <laughs> Stop being so confused by everything I do, <laughs> Zipporah. Now go and attend to our son, one of whom is still covered in blood, if you want to deal with that, and the other one has got four tentacles and three eyes. Because <laughs> he's part me. Why? 
This is a close encounter of the dick kind. <laughs> all right, baby. So okay. basically, Moses tells Jethro about all the stuff mm-hmm. that God's been doing for the Israelites. And Jethro's like, oh, this is great stuff. I love it. Do you want, what? Do you want to try that again? <laughs> this is great stuff. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Ain't you going to hang out with your family? Do you want to hang out with your family? And then and Moses, Moses is like, going, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I've got to go to Mount Sinai. Oh, still kind of a bit busy. Sorry, I'm a bit busy, actually. That's interesting. God needs me. That is interesting. Because it's like, we could have just forgotten about the family at this point. It kind of mm. doesn't matter. But they do have this point where Moses has to just reject them again. Yeah, and yeah. they're like, ah, I'm super busy. And then he just runs up them up to the mountain <laughs> he must hate his family and just go i'm a bit busy as soon as it's suggested that his wife and kids can be back he doesn't just go to the map he sprints he's got- full pelt go. non-stop yeah. blup, 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 blup. what do you reckon his tentacles sound like flopping around on that rock because <laughs> the suckers are all getting stuck to the salty <laughs> the salty flakes of the ground and then he god there's dew everywhere oh and he has to jump over all the people who are bent over the water rock <laughs> This is a weird, weird fucking book at the minute. Anyway. Are you keeping up, listener? Listen, listener, are you keeping up? This is two sentences of the book. Uh, they get to Mount... It's Sinai? Was it Sinai? Sinai. Let's both pick something to say. Sinai. Let's say Sinai. I mean, we, could just, we could look it up and we'll be fine. No. That's not our way. We're Sean and Elliot. Read the Bible. Yeah, and if not we... Brad and Keel read the Harry Potters. Yeah, Brad and Keel. Fuck you and your dead parents. <laughs> That's uh... our least favourite part of your <laughs> podcast, when you're always moaning about your parents being dead. Oh, they always said they wanted us to have one before they did. It's called not making it just about you guys. Yeah. Okay. We're doing it about the text. Making it so that everyone can connect to. I have a real connection to Harry because he's got no parents. Have a real connection with my foot, jackass. Yeah, and Keel's a shit name. What are you? Some kind of... Some kind of... What are you? Some kind of... Yeah, we hate that podcast. They're our rival podcast. They are a rival podcast. They get up on our grill every day. Brad and Keel read the Harry Potter series... Give them a one-star review. Give them a one-star review. Give us five, point five, out where five, you think. Five. Talk about the cum bread. Whatever you do, talk about the cum bread. In fact, go to Brad and Keel read Harry Potter <laughs> talk and talk to the them cum about bread. the cum bread. <laughs> um, All right. Thank you. Okay. Should we tell them that Brad and Keel read Harry Potter isn't a real podcast or should we pretend it's real? No, that's it. It is real. Israel. 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 Listeners, we're going to need a moment. Israel is Israel. Is it? Mount Sinai, where most of this story now happens. Everybody's Mm. camping at the bottom of Mount Sinai, and they're going to start a little... Start a little community. This is it. This is where they start their world in the promise that they'll be given the promised land from God himself. Yes. God uh, tells Moses <laughs> to tell the Israelites that if they follow him, they will be a blessed people. And Moses tells his people and say they'll do whatever God wants. And then the Lord says to Moses, I'm going to come to you in a dense cloud. 
This is really stressful. Yeah. So that the people will hear me speaking to you and will always put their trust in you. I mean, a dense cloud. See a doctor about that. Listeners, yeah. if 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 you're coming to people when there's a dense cloud coming out, mm-hmm. yep, 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 you got to see a doctor. Yep. <laughs> Do you not like this? There's plenty more coming. <laughs> oh no, that's fine. Is there? Is there? That's fine. It's all part of the book. It's just in the book, in it. Well, I'm just reading what's in the book. Yeah. No. Great. 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 Should we go on to the bit now? <laughs> you can't fight this, Elliot. I know. Your problem is your. This is in the book, and it came. To pass on the third day in the morning that there were thunders and lightnings and a thick cloud upon the mount. Yep. And the voice of the trumpet exceeding loud so that all the people that was in the camp trembled. So now everyone in the camp is finally having the experience of of God. Mm. They're looking at a cloud at the top of a mountain and there's trumpets and wind and rain and thunder and lightning because God loves an entrance because he's a sassy bitch. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's them saying, oh, F, there he is. There he is. The guy we're going to follow now because he rains bread. And isn't there this whole thing? Well, he doesn't rain bread, mate. They all go, they all want to go up. Is that right? Everyone yeah. wants to go up and see him. They go, well, there is the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the guy. Yeah. He comes sandwiches. And they go, slow your buckets. Slow your buckets. Yeah. The Lord replies to Moses, go down and bring Aaron up with you. I mean, Aaron is so involved in this. Aaron's Absolutely. so integral. For I know we kept joking last week, but who the fuck is this guy? But the priests and the people must not force their way through to come to the Lord or he will break out against them. Fair enough. Yeah, fine. So Moses went down to the people and told them. And then we get to the Ten Commandments. Yes. So this Here is, we go. This is it. The kicking off of actual religion is happening now. Lord... <clears throat> is there a problem? No, fine. So, the Lord God delivers these commandments to Moses. Which, just... and commandments that we all live by still. Yeah, of course, of course. Do you live by these commandments? Obviously. 100%. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a gosh-fearing fella. Yeah, you don't have to be gosh-fearing. These are just commandments that we live. Uh, yep, yep, yep. We all live them, baby. We all know them. We're going to go through them. We're going to refresh it as if we're all babies. Yeah. We all know them and we all live Everyone them. Everyone knows the famous okay. commandments. All right, Let's go again, through them. Number one, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. What? Just don't have any other gods before actual God, before main God. That is, are you sure that's what it says? Yeah, that's the first one. Don't have a, don't have a God that's not me, God. Okay. Yeah, you Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I've, I've been right? doing that, don't worry. We just crossed out. Nothing. Okay. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in earth beneath or that is in the water uh, under the earth. So he's basically saying, like, don't make things that are in the image of gods. Don't worship things like that, shit like that. He's saying don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, is that fine? Fuck. Has he said what happens if you do that? Let's say hypothetically someone did that. Let's say hypothetically someone did it. Yeah. Just, like, smite you. Okay. Very comfortable. What's under that sheet over there? Don't worry about it. Do not worry about it. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, and the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Jesus but fucking Christ. Who? Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Now, the Sabbath, as we all know, is either, you know, the uh, day kept holy by the Jewish people between Friday evening and Saturday evening, or commonly in the Christian community, it's on a Sunday. Or interestingly, the Sabbath is actually 
a, a day of, of witchcraft. It's kind of a witchcraft communal time for them to, oh, to gather into. A time, so the Sabbath is also a time where witches meet up and do evil things. Yeah, but I'm sure that's not what he means. But... Cool. No, as long as that's the death. Yes. This one is so absolutely you, fine. So you remember the Sabbath? Yeah, yeah, girl. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, girl. Six days thou shalt labor and do all thy work. So you, you work six days a week, right? For sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Full days of work, you do. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> you got a problem with me, Elliot? <laughs> no, no. Have you got a problem with me? No, you do six days of, of full work, and we all know it. Um, not early morning work like most people, but that's modern lifestyle. How much work do you do a week, Elliot? Do you do six days, would you say? I'd say so. Would you? Yeah. How many days are you in your job? I don't remember the days that aren't the Sabbath, so I wouldn't really be able to count them. Uh, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord. Name one charity you give to. Name one charity you give to. So, uh, honour thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God shall giveth thee. So just respect your mum and your dad, guys. It's very easy. Oh. You've got a mother and a father, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, and you love them, don't you? When's their birthdays? Well, okay, no, God, sorry. I've, been, I've misread the whole... I don't know what... I think I've been reading the Bible in a mirror all these years. I'm going to level with you, Elliot. I've been doing the exact opposite of everything they're saying here. All the meant to do all these to, things. Yeah, yeah. Or all, all the... All, you know. Okay, well, I'm sure you've not done the rest of them. Well, probably not, but like I... You know, I live that, by the Bible. This is... By the Bible. Well, I buy... You know. By the Bible. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not kill. Not kill. That don't you kill. What's under that sheet? Oh, I can ignore it. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Oh, my God. It's fine. You're not going to do that because you love and are very committed to your girlfriend. Thou shalt not steal. Jesus Christ. Who? What um, the f- Thou shalt not steal. Don't steal. That's what he's saying. Do not steal. Are you sure? In my room, what does it say? You shall not steal. Fuck. How about thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbour? What does that mean? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You lie about your neighbour all the time. I'm fucking under oath, mate. (laughs) My neighbour's going to juvie because of me. My neighbour is going to juvie. Oh, and you know why? And it's also because you covet thy house and the wife and the manservant or the fox and the maidservant. Oh, my God. I've been coveting my neighbour's ox. I've been coveting my name. And that's why you lie about them all the time. And all the people saw the thunderings and the lightnings and the noise of the trumpet and the mountain smoking. When the people saw it, they removed and stood afar off. Okay, okay, okay. Shut the fuck up. There must... You know oh what? boy, it's fine. It's not fine. It is fine, of course. Elliot, it's fine. it's fine. I've been coveting oxes left, right, and centre. It's fine. I've never had a neighbour I haven't fucking ruined. It's fine. I've killed four people. That's. Depending on who they are, that's fine. I haven't missed anyone I care about recently. I'm sure they're fine. Okay. Most of God's favourite people have done all these things. Who's done these? Thou shalt not steal, that's Eve. Uh, thou shalt not commit adultery, Abraham did that. But these are all... He was nobody's ma- maidservant. Thou shalt not kill, legit, Moses did that at the start of his story. Moses' Moses' story starts with him killing someone. But isn't the point is that now that God is saying you've got to stop doing this stuff. I think he'll let it slide a little bit. Do you? Yeah, because you're only just learning about it. Well, I thought I knew it anyway. I mean, I made a... F- like, if I get... Do you think I'll get arrested? I, I don't think you survive in prison. Well, I... I think they'd... I didn't... I, think I didn't bury the evidence. I didn't bury the evidence. I thought I was doing God's will. Where did you bury it, though, just in case people need bu- to? I didn't, I didn't bury it. What are you looking at? I didn't bury it. Why are you looking at that park across the road? So we've had these commandments, and now what we're being given are the laws. So if you break certain crimes, certain things will happen to you, and they're all crazy as 
bunk, mate. It's that thing, is it? The, the Ten Commandments are really famous. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, is there, is there a film called Ten Commandments? I mean, it's about the uh, Moses story. Is it? Yeah, pretty accurate telling, or so I'm told. You not watched it, have you? Hmm? You not watched it? No, I've not seen that film. Because I'm not allowed to watch films anymore. Can't watch any fucking film anymore in case I mention. If you want to do your section, you're the one who called time on it. No, fuck it. Let's just twaddle about, shall we? Just talk about fucking all the fucking gobbles that comes to our head now, shall we? Let's not plan anything ahead. No prepared jokes. No prepared sections and segments anymore. You can, I've got a prepared segment at the end. No, no you haven't. You have? No, you haven't. Absolutely not. Is there a problem? Huh? Anyway, the Ten Commandments. What is up? Nothing. I've got a creative flow inside me, and you are but the dam of common insecurity, sir. Yeah, really. And you're stopping, really, stopping, me really whence, stopping me whence from fluid upon thine. Upon thee, I say to thou. Ellie, the Ten Commandments uh-huh. are famous. I briefly misspoke. I was about to say Elliot is famous. You are not. <laughs> the Ten Commandments <laughs> <Fucking hell. laughs> are, are very famous. Mm-hmm. But what is less famous is what comes afterwards, which is just literally a list of everything you should do in every given moral situation. Yes. Um, and it is so long and it is so in-depth and I guess it's, I don't know, I guess it's like old school laws and stuff. I think what we should do, because basically the next three pages are just listing these things. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Longer than that, like five. We both take it in turns, point at a random one, say it, because they're all fucking weird. Well, let's just right? give it, yeah, let's just give examples of certain ones. Like the say- first one they talk about is Hebrew servants. Okay. And it says just like, if you buy a Hebrew servant, he is to serve you for six years, but in the seventh year he shall go free. If he comes alone, he is to go free alone. But if he has a wife when he comes... She is to go with yeah. him. Um, and then carry on going. If a man sells his daughter as a servant, she is to go free as manservants do. If she does not please the master who has selected him, she stuff like that. And then the next one is what? Personal injuries? He that smiteth a man so that he die shall surely be put to death. And if a man lie not in wait, but God deliver him un- into his hand, then I will appoint thee a place whether he shall flee. So if it's an accident... Then you can go. If it's on purpose, then no, no props. Well, it goes as in a, it goes then a crime. It goes in depth enough to say if a bull gores a man or a woman to death, the bull must be stoned to death, and its meat must not be eaten. But the owner of the bull will not be held responsible. I mean, it's that's kind of fine. Well, it's all fine. It's just I wouldn't. No one has laid this out before. Like nobody has said to people, "It's not your fault if your animal kills someone." Do you know what I? Even if the bull was trained, I'm sure that's fine. To do that, yeah. But if there were new laws written today about new things, I would want them put on an official document. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want them hidden in the back end of a bizarre mystical story. It is kind of like that. If he smited his father and mother, surely he'd be put to death. I like that language. It's not. That's not the language of my Gideon version. Oh, if you, oh, if you kill someone, surely you'll be put to death. Wait. Come on now, we're all fair people, aren't we? Surely he's going to get killed. I like that. It's no. kind of very, 
Very kind of oh, Alan Bennett. I don't, I don't, I don't agree. Surely, sure. I don't should think be you should put to death by Sabbath. I don't think you should be put to death if you kill people. That's what I'm saying here. <laughs> if a man steals an ox or a sheep and slaughters it or sells it, he must pay back five head of cattle for the ox and four sheep for the sheep. If the stolen animal is found alive in his possession, whether ox or donkey or sheep, he must pay back double. Okay, I mean, I like, I like this bit. Um, if a man strive and hurt a woman, I don't like that. If a man strive and hurt a woman with child, so that her fruit depart from her, and yet no mischief follow, and yet no mischief follow, he shall be surely punished, according to a woman's husband, will lay upon him, and he shall pay as the judges determine. And if any mischief follow, then they, thou shalt give life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot. That's that bit. Yeah. 21-24 is eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot. Foot for a foot, the classic phrase. Yeah. Um, That's if only if any mischief does follow. There's social responsibility. Now, yeah. this is a bit which is important to our plot. I think I can see why God included certain parts of this. Yes, now right? it's becoming a bit relevant to certain characters. Well, yeah. yeah. It says here, if a man seduces a virgin who is not pledged to be married and sleeps with her, he must pay the bride price. And she shall be his wife. I mean, there's all that. Okay. And then it says, do not allow a sorceress to live. Mm. And then it says, anyone who has sexual relations with an animal must be put to death. Well, and then it any says... Any animal? Well, depends if you consider man an animal. I consider him to be the most violent animal of all. What about a cat? Yeah, yeah. You can fuck a cat. Cats were gods in the Egyptian times. We're not in the Egyptian times. Not anymore. Do not ill-treat an alien. Ooh. Or oppress him, for oh. you were aliens in Egypt. Oh, he earned his place in the rule book. Don't be mean to extraterrestrials. Because maybe they'll help you out a little bit. Absolutely, and it keeps on coming. Anything about time travel? 23, laws of justice and mercy. Do not oppress an alien. It just keeps banging that point. Don't oh. be mean to aliens. He's really giving Moses a bit of a pat on the back. Then, Sabbath laws. Here we go. Six days do your work, but on the seventh day do not work, so that your ox and your donkey may rest, and the slave born in your household, and the alien as well, may be oh, refreshed. That's so nice that he, he's giving the little alien a bit of a very oh, tender. little rub on the cheek. That's very, very kind. Very tender. Oh, that's Then nice. it says do not cook a young goat in its mother's milk. Yeah, well, obviously don't do that, because that's fucking insane. Wait, that's what? Not, like Jeffrey Dahmer would do. Peculiar that you're doing... Bring it up. Anything for Aaron in here? Nothing about time travellers or... Nothing about... Nothing I see. I mean, Thou maybe... shalt not drive over 88 miles per hour. What's, what's going on? I don't know. If a thief be not found... Like, all these very specific crimes and just listing very specific punishments for each one. And then somehow sight is grown to then instead just be like, if you do any crime, we're just going to lock you in a room. That's what all of the law is. It's just be locked in a room. Are you trying to be deep here? No, I just think it's weird that at the time they thought they had the time and energy to do all this shit to work six days a week but also are you trying to be deep have you been smoking hashish 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 what's hashish have you made that up no what's hashish hash hash oh i've heard of hash brown like hash brown i've heard of hash browns hash brownies god you are one of the least cool people i've ever met in my life (laughs) i think it's very cool i would love that if this if this had been on the day is that a real name for look up hashish for drugs well, it's what the technical term is for hash, isn't Oh, go it? on. Talk about my date, then. Well, no, well, okay. So that carries on. And basically, after this, Moses and his people agree to live by the, the Lord. Yeah. And one of... So then this is like religion being formed. This is it now. This is people yeah. following God and his rules and his laws. Yeah. And it's religion as we know it. 
And every day, Moses is going up and then down Mount Sinai, having his little meetings with God on his own. Yeah. yeah they're having the little sessions. Little sessions. Sometimes Aaron goes, and they're just taking sweet little pictures of each other, getting their little biceps out and flexing, having a little bro time. Sometimes they go for surf lessons. Sometimes they just chat and shit. They get a little bit deep after a bit of hashies. And talk about their wives and girlfriends. Why have, and say, I, been like, tra- why have I been trapped in a podcast with a nerd? Like they're getting emotional at night, and they do share those things with each <sighs> other. But when they're out of out of that, or when a new person joins them, they're not willing to kind of open up about that kind of stuff, that emotional side. And this is the uh, inception of toxic masculinity. Uh, okay, so the next... You don't know the first thing about toxic masculinity. Yes, I do. I'm very toxically masculine. You think toxic masculinity involves bros talking to each other about their feelings? No, I think it involves bros talking about to each other about their feelings and not feeling like they can do that just in the open. Feeling they can only do that with their, you know, with their boyfriends or God. So, Moses writes down all the commandments on a bit of paper. Does he? And then he writes them all down on a bit of paper. Where did he get the paper? And then he goes up, and after one of these meetings with God, yeah. God just gives him all of the commandments on some tablets. Moses comes back now down the mountain. that's the weirdest bit, isn't it? Yeah. Why did he give them to him on tablets? Tablets are tiny. And it's like, how can he charge it? So he's been given Wait, these what? two tablets. Oh, you mean like a... I meant like a tablet. Oh, like a little pill. Like a pill? Oh, I meant like an iPad. Oh, yeah. So Moses stands with the two tablets in his tiny little hands. And he says, meep, boop, meep, boop. These are the rules. <laughs> and then everybody has to live by that. All carries on. Now, here's the moment of deception. This is the interesting bit. This is the bit I really like. Because it's a bit about my boy, Aaron. So Moses is having one of his meetings with God. Please. They're shooting the shit up there. They're shooting the shit up there. What do you think they're talking about? Do you think they're, uh, do you think they're just spitballing, brainstorming session on the, on the whiteboard? Yeah, they're thinking like, what's going to happen next? I don't know what to do. God's like, hey, should we get takeout? And they're trying to decide. Then, then it's about deciding what to get, which takes ages. And then yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. who pays? Because God paid last time. Yeah. And it's like, oh, he's God and it's his place as well he's like, put it on the moses company is yeah. moses is like put it on the company yeah, and god's yeah. like what company normal human being stuff that we all talk about yeah. Lo- love island yeah guys during one of these sessions that happens to be kind of overrunning a little bit aaron everybody's fave character and i think my lover what what i think aaron this character in this book we've made this connection with each other and I think now this is what I need after the events of this week. Sorry, just got a text. It's, it's fine. It's the first time it's happened during a session. No, it's fine. <laughs> I know you're trying to open up. I just need to send this check this text. Hmm? Just gonna. Let's get, um, okay. Oh, I'm trying to open myself up emotionally. No, no. What's happened this week? You've had a big week. You've had a big what week. What I have to do instead is just succumb to toxic masculinity. Shh, shh, shh. Um, What's happened this week? I just wanna... No, honestly, I'm listening, mate. I'm listening. Just the problems I've had on my on my little date. I, know, I thought yeah. the only person who was there for me in the end was Aaron Lucas. Um, I'll see you later. Hmm? What'd you say? Nothing, nothing, man. I'm just um talking to uh talking to this guy. Ah, sweet. Yeah, just a mate of mine. You're allowed other friends. Um, so anyway, uh, um, so Aaron is down there on ground level, and he's been given a job. He's like the first priest. He's like the guy in charge of making sure everyone lives by the rules. That Moses is gathering from God. The first priest. That's what the film's going to be called. Yeah. First and priest with Zeds in it. Yeah, I like that. That's pretty cool. And then if there's a sequel, priest has got two eyes in it. 
Or it'd be called like first two priests. Yeah, and then there's a third one, but the E is a three. And then 20 years later, there's another one, and it's just called like the first priest. Yeah. Because that means it's a reboot now. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So he's talking to all the, all the people who are on ground level, and he gets this crazy modern idea in his head. He's bringing his party vibes in from back when he was in 1985. Yeah, yeah. And he says, bring me all your gold things. Give me your gold earrings. Give me all your gold shit. This is like his old party trick yep. that he was doing in the valley. Yeah. They were listening to Billy, Billy Idol. Billy Idol, that's right. Yep. <laughs> Go on, name two more. R.E.M. R.E.M., yep. Uh, Elvis. Elvis. There we go. Everybody's favourite. He just then bring all your gold shit. They Kim bring... Wilde. Huh? And Kim Wilde. Oh, that's too many. That's four. That's not funny. Three is funny, mate. Learn comedy. Uh, Aaron gets all the gold stuff in a big pile, and he molts it. He molts it down into molten gold, and then he makes this golden calf. Little, little cow. Oh, cow, okay. Little golden cow, not like a bit of a leg. Oh, right. Not Sorry. a golden bit of leg. I totally misread this Bible. No, that's fine. Yeah, that's yeah, a fine. Yeah. It's a very confusing book. Yeah. Okay? Don't be ashamed. I'm not ashamed. Look, look at me in the eye. I'm not ashamed. Look at me in the eye. Look. I'm not ashamed. Sean, look me in the eye. I'm not ashamed. Look. <sighs> okay? That's for you. That's just a little... There you are. Oh. Okay. <sighs> Settle back down. He did that. It gets a picture of my mum. Golden calf there that they're all looking at. And Aaron says that everyone from now on should just worship this golden calf. And when you wake up in the morning and the upon time. So it's all that. Um, and he looks to camera and he's just giving it all. Giving it all the winks and the snudges. God, you were doing so well there until you had to say the word nudges. Snudges. Yes. Snudge it. Really, for the first uh, time, uh, for the first sorry, time this sorry, recording, mate. I remember thinking, wow, we're on a roll here. Sorry, mate. Um, so I'm talking about hashish, hashish, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you don't know what snudges? Google the word snudges, motherfucker. He's doing this, telling everyone to worship golden calves. Calves. And Moses and God get furious about this. And God's like, what the hell? They are not living with my rules. And Moses says, don't worry about it. I'll sort it. He's coming down. He's walking down. Now, at this point, Joshua, that other guy, who was introduced as being another guy, is like, Moses, Moses, there's sounds of war. And Moses runs over, and he sees everyone's basically having this big fucking cool party to do with all these calves that Aaron's in charge of. And And Aaron... The sounds of war are for Modern Warfare 4! Bow, bow, bow! (laughs) Yeah, and that's what happened. They all play on his little PSP. Yeah. And they uh, are all, from Aaron's request... Naked, <laughs> but naked. It's, it's meant bizarre. to. Sh- it is bizarre. It's meant to shame their enemies, but really, it's just like cool, classic Aaron. This is why I love him. I think he's great. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Moses comes down, sees this. He get he has his two tablets and he smashes them, a la Kirsty Allsop, and they have a big old ruckus. And then it's just like... You have a big what? Ruckus. Oh, I thought you said ruck, ruchus. Ruchus. No. <laughs> big I, ruchus. I'll only get, I've only got one episode wrong in this whole episode. This Fuck. Word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. What <laughs> a word to get wrong. <laughs> you got one word. <laughs> what a blunder. What a cosmic blunder. Oh, Elliot. So that happens. But that's just a bit of a bump in the road. Because after that, Moses goes back up to see God. And God says, it's fine. And he kind of does the tablets again. Moses comes down, his face is all fucked up, and then... Yeah, they, then what's going on with that? 
Hmm? His face is fucked up. So basically, and it's never really made but, clear what happened. Yeah, once it's once the business is kind of up and running, Moses comes and joins everyone again, but his face is kind of just like smushed and manky. What do you think's happened to him? Is it like Two Face? Because I've had some run-ins with Two Face recently. <laughs> have you really? I should, I wasn't meant to say that. Okay. So I was kind of imagining. His face was kind of like, have you ever seen Spy Kids 2? This podcast is over. Spy Kids 2, and Alan Cumming makes everyone's faces like... Alan who? Cumming. Ugh. Isn't it a kid's film? Yeah. Why is Alan Cumming in it? They've got to learn one sometime, haven't they? Oh, and then he makes great. their faces all like Play-Doh-y, or something like that. Anyway, Moses has to wear a veil for the rest of his life because he's just hideous now. And then what a horrible... Moses wanted none of this. Keep that in mind. Right at the beginning of this story, Moses said, God, I'm not the man for you. And God forced him into all this stuff. Yep. He, I mean, he's not from this planet. And now he's ended up with a mashed up face. How's he supposed to find his home planet now? We'll find out in the end whether he does or not. It seems now he does look like an alien, I'd imagine. Maybe being an alien... If your face is fucked up, he just looks like a human now. Maybe that's Whoa. it. Whoa. Maybe God was, like, giving him a little treat and Moses doesn't appreciate it. Oh, my God. Yep. God was giving him a treat. Don't he take was the Lord's was... name in vain. Go on. That's fine. Okay. So, anyway, after that, it's just carrying on with these weird fucking laws. And, uh, carrying on. And then, uh, that's about it. It's the book. Ends with a fizzle, this one, doesn't it? So they, they've set up the tabernacle. Mm-hmm. Moses They have this the meeting. They have, they have a tent of meeting, right? Yeah. They go to the tent of meeting. And the cloud covered the tent of meeting, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Moses could not enter the tent of meeting because the cloud had settled upon it, and the glory of Lord filled the tabernacle. So that's nice. Why are they repeating that? For, I get it. The glory of Lord filled the tabernacle. In what's all the tra- not to understand about that? Yeah, but why do they keep saying it? So, so that's what's happening. In all it's the just, travels yeah. of the Israelites, yeah. whenever the cloud lifted from above the tabernacle, they would set out. But if the cloud did not lift, they would not set out. So the cloud of the Lord was over the tabernacle by day and fire was in the cloud by night in the sight of all the house of Israel during all their travels. So that's nice. That's God now saying, I'm going to come and hang out with you just a little bit. And I'm going to make you hang out with me when I'm here because he's a clingy, clingy little freak. Well, yeah. Is that a sin? Is that against one of the commandments? Thou now shalt not say that Lord is a clingy little nerd? (sighs) This is what not having a feature does. It really tenses me up. Do you want to do yours? Yeah, we'll do mine. All right. This is, uh, for, for anyone who doesn't know, Sean loves fucking having a feature. And he wants to do the same thing every single week. Are you finished? Yeah, off you go, mate. There's tension in this podcast. Do it. <clears throat> anyway, here's my regular feature. It's all about asking, has Moses gone back to his, his home planet? Home planet, yet? Yeah. Off you go. No, go on. Yeah, do it. You keep undermining me this episode. You really undermine me, actually. Okay, sorry, you just go for it. No. No, no we're not doing it. Go for it. Do it. No, I feel weird now. No, come on, let's do it. We'll I do feel it. weird. We'll do it together. No, I'm fine. I'm fine, I'll cancel it. I'll cancel M- it. Moses, Moses. Shut up. Home. You don't get to do that. Gotta get you don't get home. to do that. You don't get with to do that. bro, hanging on earth. You don't get to with do it. With the chicks. You don't get and to do it. With my friend Aaron, he's a brick. God is here and we're having fun. I, uh, Bible... Bible... I don't give a fuck about Bible Corp. They've I don't give a fuck my... what they think. I came this close to seeing my sister this week. You came what? I heard her inside the van and then just drove away. <laughs> All right? I was so close. I was so close. All right? Basically, just give us a solid three. That would be great. You're not taking this away from me. <laughs> I want them back. Okay? This is how we do it. We go through every fucking chapter. Next week, Leviticus. 
What is that? We'll find out. Uh, Sean and Elliot Read the Bible was brought to you by Sean McLaughlin, Elliot J. Fallows, and the wonderful people at Bible Corp who have done absolutely nothing wrong. All artwork by Ryan Weekman, all music by Ms. Petricor. The theme music this week was Ain't No Mountain High Enough. Please don't uh, listen to uh, Brad and Keel read Harry Potter. They're awful. And we just want you to know, lads, if you're listening to this, we will fight you. We will agree to the wrestling match that you want. Me, you, Elliot, the other you, Hell in the Cell, table match, WrestleMania. Oh! Oh, snap! Because you ain't got no parents, bro! You got nobody to look after you! Seriously, they're one star for them, five star for us. Thank you, bye.